0: This episode, I talked to Ginko, a resident artist at Bang Bang in New York City. She specializes in micro-realism, black and gray, with a very recognizable style. It was so great getting to hear her story and how she's learned to deal with the pressures and anxieties that can so easily come with a job. We talked about how much better it is when artists are open to each other and help each other grow in this industry. There's always something new we can learn as tattoo artists. And I love Ginko's perspective, that we're all in this together. You can find Ginko's work on Instagram, at Ginkos. That's G-H-I-N-K-O-S. My name is Jake Barry, and this is The Fine Line.
1: My actual name is um, Gladys, which is also weird. Gladys Co. So... My friends growing up, they always called me g That was like my... Nobody calls me Gladys. Um, but my friends growing up always called me G-Co. And then when I started tattooing, um, I didn't want to use like my grandma name, Gladys. <laughs> so that's like a very like old name. And then um, so I just put ink in the middle of my initials. So it's Sounds just because cool. G-Ink-Co and it became Ginkgo. So that's nice. how... That's where it came from. Yeah. That's cool. Why janky, Jake? What's janky? Uh,
0: so, like, do you have that? I don't know. Are you from the East Coast? mm Hmm. Okay, so I don't know. Do you guys have that word over there, janky?
1: Well,
0: it kind well, of it means like, sh- like kind of like shitty. Like, yeah, that's what I was gonna
1: say. Yeah. Yeah. I like. When we say janky, it means, like, oh, it's, like, fucked up or some shit. Yeah, you know? yeah, like... that's that's,
0: <laughs> that's the meaning behind it. But so, basically, um, my, like, background in tattooing is I, I just, I was, like, one of those guys who just started tattooing out of my room and tattooing my friends. And it was exactly that. It was, like, super janky. Like, I was using some really, like, scrappy coil machine that barely worked and um yeah oh. and I was just like hurting my friends and one of my friends gave me that name he's like hey you should start an uh, uh, nice. Instagram account and just throw these up on Instagram and he gave me the name Janky Jake Tattoos and I was like yeah that's perfect because I didn't think it was going to be anything serious I was like yeah I'm just messing around on people why not you know Yeah. I... and then it, it just kind of stuck
1: <laughs> I remember yeah I remember when I first um saw your stuff and um I was like this is an interesting handle, but it's catchy, so it kind of worked so
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i uh i yeah I actually recently went through like um i don't know if you could call it like a, an identity crisis with my tattoo instagram handle but it, <laughs> it was like i was like oh should i do i should I change this because it is like not a good name for tattooing <laughs> and I really like considered it then for a few weeks and then I was like you know what I just I built a brand on it and it, it's working and you know so I'm yeah, gonna bro. stick with it in it. fact I got it I got a tattoo it says janky for life so now there's no I, there's no going it. back yeah. was it
1: on your Instagram it was on your story yeah, or something yeah, yeah, yeah I remember
0: so I committed <laughs> Yeah,
1: it's fine it's like yeah. I don't I don't <clears throat> think all artists have a spectacular name. At least it's not boring, you know. Yeah, at least it's exactly. not like, well, like you know, like the other artists in the shot. They're just like their name, you know. That's it. It's just yeah, like their yeah. name, you know. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. No, it definitely
0: it. catches your attention. So I'll take it. But yeah, yeah so that's me. Um, let's talk about you. So just to get like a, a little idea of your background, how long have you been tattooing?
1: Professionally. It's been a little bit over four years. Yeah. Cool. Um, wow.
0: That, that's a pretty short amount of time.
1: Yeah. Unprofessionally, like, you know, like counting apprenticing and everything. I've been in the industry for like five, six years. Yeah.
0: Did you do your apprenticeship in New York?
1: Yeah. Um. I am born and raised here in New York. So um, I, my first apprenticeship was in... A, Brooklyn so I went to like NYU but then I hated school you know I mean I think all artists hate school you know Um, it just like goes against our creed and our lifestyle but um (laughs) yeah I was going to NYU and I don't know just going to school in New York you're just like kind of surrounded by all these tattoo shops like shitty ones you know but um yeah and then I remember when Bang first came into the scene because it was like when I was in college, and uh, I remember it came kind of just like disrupting the whole tattoo scene in New York, just like causing a riot. And all, all of a sudden, it went from just like, "Have you been to New York before?"
0: I've never been actually. Oh
1: my gosh, bro! You never been to New York? Yeah, I'm to dying to, to go.
0: I had like plans to come, and then COVID happened. So,
1: oh yeah, we, we'll make it happen. Um, yeah, and then when bank kind of disrupted the whole New York scene, it wasn't like so. Like in New York, we have you know like street shops, you know where people get their drunk tattoos. Yeah, and yeah. Like, that's what that's like. Where all my friends were getting their tattoos from, just like these questionable shops around the area. Where they pay like 50 bucks, a 100 bucks, you know, and they yeah. get like a kind of like a blown out tattoo. And I'm like, and I was looking at it and I was like, hmm, I think I could do better than that, you know? <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah.
1: And because uh, all my life I've been like drawing, commissioning, freelancing, doing graphic design, and then um, just seeing these um, questionable tattoos on my friends helped me look for my apprenticeship um, nice. in Brooklyn. But then the first one failed. I was there for like a year, and then, um, and then I gave up because it was like a, it was just like a. Well, number one, it was in Flatbush, and at the time the area was like still very like uh, underdeveloped, so it was quite mm-hmm. shady to get there and shady to be there, you know. And I'm yeah. like, I'm like, I'm like four eleven. I'm like very short, <laughs> so I'm just like, I, I'm, I'm, yeah. Uh, somebody could kidnap me.
2: Yeah,
0: um, yeah.
1: But there was just like a lot of it was it was sketchy. Number one and number two, it was just like you know, like those like old school um, tattoo shops with like artists who think they're be- best in the world. you yeah, know yeah. And like men and <laughs> no, there's nothing wrong with men, but you know what I'm talking about. You I know? do. Like, I yeah, do. Just like the old tattoo, the traditional. Oh my gosh there's nothing wrong with it but i'm just like saying like it was that <laughs> kind of shop and obviously i didn't fit in i was just like this 411 yeah. asian girl like going to college and i was like um it's like, I, I just remember like that year it was just like cleaning the bathroom cleaning the tubes mm-hmm. with the autoclave you know doing that shit
2: yeah you yeah. know uh
1: taking calls um just shop apprentice stuff but not actually learning anything yeah. about tattoos cuz you know how it is they like they don't really trust you until like much later right so yeah i gave it a year and then i gave up and then yeah. went to work went back to school and then i went back and i found a apprenticeship in the west four tattoo so yeah my one of my friends was she was apprenticing there her name is jk tat on instagram and um
0: is that who i think it is probably
1: there's a lot of jk tattoos but she's jk tat jk. I follow her, yeah. Yeah, she um, was doing her apprenticeship in West 4. And then I was talking to her about it because we knew each other. And um, she got me my apprenticeship across the street at their sister shop. And then eventually when West 4, there was a huge turnover of artists one one day. And then they hired me to West 4 and then that's where I met like my mentor and that's where I kind of um started to fit in and then they taught me how to tattoo Cool. and uh I think it was like a solid half a year before they were like okay you know tattooing yeah and here we are four years later after I became an artist and uh yeah yeah
0: Well, it's amazing what you've done, like, in four years. And, I mean, your work is obviously so great. And you've, like, you know, really established yourself in the the fine line uh, tattoo community. Um, Oh, you
1: think so? That's great. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, well, of course.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, definitely. uh, Now you're at Bang Bang, which Mm -hmm. is definitely, like, uh, could be potentially the biggest, you know, most well-known tattoo shop in the world. I don't mm-hmm. know. Is there a, is there a bigger tattoo shop? I, I actually don't know.
1: <laughs> Not really, right? It's yeah. uh
0: it's pretty I, big time.
1: It's pretty big, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of shops like uh coming up in the scene. For sure. But I haven't really met any that have reached the same mm-hmm. um milestone as Bang totally but there are definitely like a lot of amazing shops like popping up you know and like kind of taking the bang example you know yeah
0: Yeah, definitely and that's something I I, we were talking about when I when I met him was like uh, he kind of set the bar for everyone else and I feel like a lot of people are trying to accomplish what he's uh, started he kind of sparked something uh, globally I think you know yeah and um but yeah i mean you're working at bang that's a huge deal and i mean what's that like for you you, uh, there's obviously a ton of amazing artists there it looks like a really cool community from you know on social media
1: yeah it's um i don't know just like kind of growing up in new york you know that was always like the goal for me as a tattoo artist to um make it in there you know and uh, now that it's been to uh Two years at Bang already, and um, it, it's definitely like uh, every day you just go in with like so much pressure. <laughs> just like <Yeah. laughs> I was having this uh, talk with uh, one of my clients recently, because they're all curious. They all come and they're like, "Oh my gosh, do you love it here? <laughs> Are you like a crew here?" And um, there, everybody is um, so down to earth it's it's kind of crazy like uh um, like just going to like i did like a lot of guest spots i've yeah. been to and a and i've worked in like um two uh three four no four new york shops before okay. bang and i realized how different bang was not in just not in terms of just like mere build out of the shop cuz the shop itself is like beautiful you know mm-hmm Yeah. And they put a lot of thought into it, you know, to make it comfortable for the artists. But the biggest thing about Bang that is like amazing are the artists who are just like every day they they you know, pop over, they look at what you're working on, they ask you questions, you know. And then you're like, Oh shit, me? You're asking me questions? (laughs) Like like everybody is so curious, you know? And even though we all have different very different styles. Everybody is super curious about each other, especially if somebody new comes in. Like in the tattoo industry, there's like a lot of cocky people, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. Definitely. And I've met
1: a lot of cocky people too. Yeah. But nobody's really cocky at Bang, you know? Nobody's That's cool. really like, um, like, oh, I'm the best one, you know? Like there's yeah. like this, nobody's ever like, oh, this is how you do it, you know? Everybody's always just like, how'd you do this? How'd you do mm. this? and like you're also like welcome to go to them and and see how they're working and yeah. like ask them questions it's like a very like productive like learning like um open environment which is like the best thing because like in other shops it was just kind of like i met like a, a lot of artists in other city shops that were just like oh i don't want them to know what machine i'm using you oh, know because wow. i don't want them to see the needle in that I'm using because like yeah yeah and I and I always thought that was like a normal mindset you know wow. just growing up in New York but then you know going to guest spots and then going to when coming to Bang, you realize that like um, that's not normal you know
0: mm. it's such a strange way to be because it just holds everyone back including the person that's keeping the secrets the community of artists you're it's inevitable that you're going to grow as well you know yeah and That's what I think is so cool. Yeah. About like what it sounds like at Bang and other newer shops. I feel like it's, it's becoming Mm -hmm. less of a secret, you know, which is amazing because that's how everyone progresses and gets better. But I mean, I know everyone has their thing and that's fine, but I definitely personally want to surround myself with like that kind of community. That's, that's where it's at. Yeah. I think
1: it's just like, um, everybody's, so secure you know in like what they do and when you're secure and when you know like i don't know when you've kind of had the career that you've had you know and you meet the shitty people and you have the good people you realize that like being one of the shitty people is just doesn't help you progress as an artist you know you just become one way and like parochial and like and, like the best thing for you to be like the best artist you can be is to well to be the best artist you can be, you also need to be constantly learning, but then also mm. it 's a two way street, and you also have to constantly be open to who 's ever uh asking you questions you know
0: yeah yeah
1: and I, yeah it's like, it's so funny, like I just think about like my first apprenticeship and I, how i I would have to take videos of the artist working. And they would just be like, "Don't get my needle in
2: there," and I'm like, "No, how way. am I supposed
1: to get the tattoo? It's like, <laughs> <laughs> if like I can't get the needle?" Wow, imagine and that. Like, that is... But I mean, like... so
0: many people were brought up in that kind of way of learning, like you said. Mm-hmm. So that's like yeah. what they know. Tell me something about, like, say you're you're walking into Bang. Obviously, walking into a place like that. You're probably going to be, at least like for the first few weeks for you, I'm sure you were walking in every day, like feeling super inspired. You're like, wow, I'm here. Like, can't believe this. It's a beautiful place. Look (laughs) at all these amazing artists. And just like anything, I'm sure you then you kind of get used to it and like, okay, another day going into work. Mm -hmm. Um, So how do you stay like inspired? How do you stay like motivated or like even better how do you? What do you, do you have? Any sort of like mental preparation before going into a, a session, even like a long session that you know is going to take all day.
1: Oh, I'm sure like you feel it too. But like, do you ever get like anxious like for like yeah. a big project coming up?
0: <laughs> big, big time. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. Like I'm like um, you think it fucking goes away, but it doesn't fucking go away. Never. Um, yeah. So. Um, I'm still like that. I I I imagine I will continue to be like that for a while. Um mm. but um it it helps to know that like your client is also equally nervous, you know? Yeah, Cuz yeah. it's not just like a you situation, it's a us situation, you know? Yeah. And obviously like the client is coming to you. So um, you kind of, kind of have to like own it, you know. You kind of have to be like, well, this yeah. is like, uh, like it's okay to feel anxious, you know. Like yeah. I'm anxious, I'm an anxious person, but um, I think. Um, but then, like once you like kind of like go through your uh, anxiety, and then you see the person in front of you, you know, and you're like listening yeah. to them, you're talking to them, you're consulting with them, you're asking them about their life, you're asking them about what brought them here today what does right. this tattoo mean you kind of get to like um realize that like you um are here to help them you know yeah. and yeah. then coming to going by step by step from like a, being first anxious then getting to know the person it kind of like makes you um you know i guess like suck it up and just be like (laughs) you know you got this you know and um i think like but the consultation part definitely helps like i'm like not prepared mentally every time i go to work i'm just like really yeah i'm just like you know with my coffee and i'm just like (laughs) oh my god i hope Another another fucking day at work, you know, and I have my coffee and I'm fucking anxious. Yeah. And then I'm just like, um, and then I meet my client, and um, they're they're usually like the most wonderful, amazing yes. people, you know. And then yeah. for some reason, it's very soothing, and it's just uh, that actually like melts away the anxiety. Yeah. And it yeah. and it hypes you up because they're really excited to get tattooed. And then you're just like, oh, my God, I'm so excited, too. Yeah. And then, like, and then just your anxiety just, like, melts away, you know? Yeah. And then you, and then you, and then eight hours later, nine hours later, even though your back is, like, on fire, like, I know. it's all worth it, you know? And Yeah. Uh, it's like a so it sounds coaster. like the
0: connection with the person, like, the connection with the client is, like, really important to you.
1: Oh, yeah. Of yeah. course. You don't want to be sitting there for, like, eight hours and, like... I don't even hang out with my friends for eight hours. Like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know?
0: That's a great point, actually. <laughs>
1: like, I'll see my friends. Like, and we'll, we'll get drunk and whatever, and like, that's yeah. fine. But like, you're sitting with like a whole ass person for like the entire day, <laughs> and like, you have to you have to get to know them, you know, yes. and you have yeah. to get to like like life is short, you know, yeah. and like. We're li- what we experience is limited you know where yeah. you live with the people your friends you know but then you kind of have this chance to kind of like experience more like every day as a tattoo artist you have a chance to um experience more than your own life through this through your client you know for and sure. first in a way like makes you feel older because like it like uh it's like you're every day you meet a new life and you talk to them and you like kind of like you're like kind of like vicariously like um experiencing what they went through as like you're listening to them and um, it's exciting you know and it's, and uh, it's
0: so cool when when someone maybe like comes back for a second tattoo
1: oh yeah yeah i think like people like clients like assume that tattoo artists because they like see somebody new every day they're just like oh they're not gonna remember me you know and like um but like you'd be surprised just like kind of just like sitting there and talking to your client
0: yeah it all comes back like sometimes all it takes for me is like i might not remember if i'm looking at your face but as soon as i see your tattoo it's like mm-hmm. every conversation we had during our session comes back mm-hmm. into my brain
1: yeah like i don't like i don't fucking remember your name but <laughs> i see your tattoo and i'm just like yeah and it's like yeah. oh shit yo and then it's it's cool because you see them over and over again and yeah, then yeah um you remember like tidbits and and then you're just like, "How's your dog? How's your girlfriend?" "Oh, fuck, you broke up with your girlfriend." Fuck yeah. that, you know, and it's like <laughs> it's like yeah. you kind of get like a time lapse of their life and like yeah. um a lot of my clients are like returning clients, so it's cool mm-hmm. to just like you know, like when I first used to tattoo, that when I was an apprentice, you know? And then now they come to me at bang, you know, and they're like and they're like, "Oh my gosh, Ginkgo, you made it in life." And I'm just like and I'm just like, nah, bro. Like you made it too, because like it's like we're like watching each other like grow up, you know. And like yeah. the clients move and they come back, you know. And then, and yeah. then, yeah, it's a it's so um, fulfilling, you know. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the client makes it fulfilling, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, for me, the client makes it the tattoo, the, just tattooing so fu- fulfilling. Yeah. In life.
0: You know what the best yeah. days are is when you know you have a returning client that is just like the most chill person and you can just walk into work and there's none of that anxiety. Oh, yeah. And you're just like, yeah, I know today is going to be like the easiest day. We're just going to yeah. like do something really cool. They're going to oh, be it's awesome. the best feeling.
1: Sometimes like they like know the process already. So they're not also like bludgeoning you with the same questions. Like, yeah. How long have you been tattooing? Like, do you like hear it bang? Like, <laughs> like me, what's the- like me asking you right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like the stereotypical questions they all ask you, like, what was your favorite tattoo that you've ever done? And I'm just yeah. like, And it's like, yeah. And when like your old clients come, you're just like, yo, what's good? You know? And uh, it's best uh, best feeling. Best feeling.
0: (laughs) So, like, a lot of what you do right now is um, like you mainly just focus on one style, which is like that micro realism, kind of Mm -hmm. like small tattoos. And I think it, I obviously, I mean, I'm biased because I also do fine line tattooing, but I think fine line tattooing is like, opened up a lot of doors and kind of like broadened the demographic of people who are now getting tattoos so mm-hmm. uh, I love it I think it's cool but is that something you started in straight away or did you kind of go through the process of learning more traditional techniques or different styles before landing in on, on this one
1: well yeah luckily like uh the apprenticeship that ended up turning me into an artist was based out of a fine line shop cool so Fineland was like uh, the first thing I actually learned um, but like within the other apprenticeships before that it was like a traditional um, setting so I didn't but I was like not up to the tattooing part yet so it was just like um,
0: that. just that surrounding
1: yeah just the surrounding like making flashes you know learning about yeah. like um, the one thing that stuck with me Mm-hmm. from from that apprenticeship being traditional is lines are the foundation you know mm. of a tattoo cool. um because i see a lot of uh tattoos out there that are like so so small so small yeah and uh they they don't have like an outline it's like kind of just shading and um i don't know do you know what i'm talking about like the i
0: think so <laughs> yeah. i'm yeah. like do i do that No, 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 no. yeah, no, you do it, but you do it well, you know, I think that's just
1: part of micro realism. Um, But I've never been able to uh, do that, you know, just uh, because it was like ingrained in my head that like lines are the foundation.
2: Yeah. So I'll yeah.
1: always uh, have uh some kind of outline as like the foundation of any tattoo. I never just sure. start with shading. Um yeah, that's just how like I operate.
0: Do you outline with like um a single needle or do you usually go up to like a 3?
1: Um it depends on the skin, you know? Like um some skin takes single needle well. Some don't <laughs> so sometimes you'll have to take it up yeah. to a three um depending on the project and uh, but yeah mostly single or three um shading does most of the work you know but just like to kind of like yeah um give boundaries and compartmentalize uh yeah usually like a single or a three like a tight three
0: yeah and it probably does like help with like when the tattoo heals to not have those kind of like blurred edges
1: yeah it depends on the depends on the size you know it's like uh if something's too small with uh too much shading it can Mm -hmm. get messy but if you have like if you're putting the right size and putting the right amount of contrast um it's totally fine you know but, like just really those really tiny tattoos, like uh some line work to kind of organize everything is helpful, you know,
0: so do you think that like maybe there's some things that are getting missed in this modern era of tattooing, like when you get a lot of new tattooers that are learning um a lot of a lot of people are learning on their own, obviously, mm-hmm. like myself, and uh but <laughs> you also get people that are maybe. You know, they're very they're really good, like straight away, and then they're obviously then teaching more people. But do you think there's some fundamental techniques that are being missed? Or like like... better better question is do you think that obviously like you said, lining stuck with you, but do you think that there's some fundamental techniques that uh you see beneficial in like a traditional apprenticeship?
1: Hmm Yeah, for sure. I think like um like like okay well like if we take like the fine arts route, everybody goes to school. Everybody mm-hmm. like to become a, like or back in like the Renaissance or like whatever. Um, you had to study under somebody, you know, to mm-hmm. kind and then and then you eventually make your own way, you know. So definitely there is like uh, learning learning like the tools, you know, and learning like the the basics and like the just learning to know every tool before you choose which specific tool is the tool mm-hmm. you like is helpful you know yeah yeah and um i think that's what um traditional apprenticeships help with you know yeah, because yeah. um it tells you what you like what you don't like you know it gives you options you know and obviously like like starting your own way I think it's much harder than an apprenticeship, you know?
0: Yes. Oh, absolutely.
1: Yeah. And so I don't ever look down on people who started on their own because I think it's much, much harder, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And at least, like, if you have (coughs) an apprenticeship, you see something and then you're just like, oh, that's not my style. But then you'll Mm -hmm. see something else and then you'll be like, oh, shit, that's fucking dope, you know? But, like, by yourself, you're kind of limited to, like, social media, and yeah. then you're limited to um, trial and
2: error,
1: yeah, and it's also <laughs> just a very anxious journey to be by yourself, and you know it is. <laughs> like yeah, and like am I doing this right like yeah. is this how it's supposed to look like yeah. absolutely,
0: like even like when I was learning, <clears throat> see, I was always on the fence because I always sat i'm I feel grateful that i didn't get taught someone else's bad habits, mhm yeah, and then on the flip side i felt like there was so much information that took me years to figure out that mm-hmm. i would have i would have figured out in a matter of months if someone was showing me it's but that's like the biggest that's like where there's like that you know not to but there's a fine line <laughs> um, <laughs> when it comes kind of to drop. like yeah when it comes to like you know learning from people that know what they're talking about, people that are going to help you and, mm-hmm. and learning from people that are going to make it harder for you. So it's like hard to determine, you know what I mean? Like for the people that get in a, a good apprenticeship and someone is like teaching them the right ways and mm-hmm. it works out like that is so rare. Oh my so gosh. Ama- It's so, so amazing, but so it's, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's very like rare. So yeah, it's hard to know like the best approach you know but i do think i do agree with you that there's like some like even speaking from experience there's some fundamentals that i wish i knew earlier Mm -hmm. that could only be like given to you if someone's showing you you know yeah
1: i also really like that um like kind of having an upbringing in a shop you get like also like um like um, you learn like the sanitation rules a lot more quicker you know which is like super super important Um, yeah because it's hard to explain to people who like the kind of um, why tattoos are set up this way you know yeah and uh, I think that's super important especially like for somebody who's trying to get into tattooing, that's the first step is to learn how to prevent cross-contamination, wrapping your things properly, making sure like what you touched with your gloves has to be wrapped at all times and blah, blah, blah. And like, cause sometimes you see some like shady setups and you're like, Hmm, that doesn't look clean to me, you know? And like, and like, uh, and then the, so that's what I like about the shop. Up, Definitely. Up, up, apprenticeship upbringing is like, like, this is how you settle. Obviously, everybody sets up differently, but, you know, the, the cleanliness part, you know, and, like, being sterile is, like, super, super yes. important, you know?
0: Yeah, I think, like, everyone was, like, when I watched the Bloodborne Pathogen video, mm-hmm. because, like, in California, you have to, like, watch that to, like, mm-hmm. get your license and everything. I was traumatized. <laughs> like, I watched that video and I was like, what the fuck? I like started looking at everything differently. <laughs> you know?
1: And, oh my gosh, like I can't be tattooing on like porous surfaces that can like yeah, have like yeah. That's why like you need stainless steel and like all these yeah. like metal things and like you know, and yeah. I like, and it's a uh, super, yeah, those are some valuable lessons that you learn, you know.
0: <laughs> You're not going to understand unless someone's showing you and explaining why. And now because of how traumatized it was after learning <laughs> about it, I like I even see things on social media. And I I catch little moments, you know, where I'm like, ooh, that is really gross, you know, or yeah, something yeah. like that.
1: Yeah, it's like you could be a fucking great tattoo artist, you know, but you yeah. need to also know that you're like opening someone's skin and like, um, I mean, God forbid they have like something you know and right, right. and you could like get that on your machine and somehow transfer it to the next person and yeah, yeah and then i mean like i've also personally like working in like some shady shops in new york city like i've also seen people literally get infections you oh, know really? from uncleanliness yeah. like it's it's like what's that called like there's like this one kind of infection is called MERS. And yeah, somebody came in one time, and like the infection had like spread all over their tattoo. It
2: was like it was oh no. like pussy,
1: and it was like "Oh and I was God. like and I, and the tattoo was ruined, and um it was a, it's a type of staph infection, and yeah. I was
2: like
1: yeah, and then the, ta- the tattoo artist I know who tattooed her was not the cleanest person in the world, you know yeah so yeah. um so it's just like super important you know it's rare but it happens and totally um,
0: happens yeah
1: so so important
0: yeah yeah and plus you don't know where that person like your client could be coming in from anywhere you know like you don't know where they're coming from what they were just doing Mm -hmm. like you know, I've had clients come in that just are like just had a workout and like they're all sweaty and they were at the gym and like touching a bunch of gross machines. You know what I mean? And you, they're bringing yeah. that into your environment. Yeah. You, have, you know, so it's <laughs> like, know. yeah. Like anyways. I'm sorry, <laughs> that, that was a tangent. <laughs> 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 but yeah, no, I agree. That is definitely something to take away from like learning from someone. Um, what do you think it takes? um? nowadays for like an artist to stand out Mm -hmm. there's so many good artists now like they're everywhere they're just there and like every day i'm finding a new one so it's like how do you even begin to compete with the talent that's out there
1: to to stand out in today's industry like you need well not only do you need like a strong technical foundation you know like you need to pull clean lines Mm -hmm. you need to do good shading like not only is that super important But, like, to take it a step further, and if you want to become bigger in a more social media sense, you need to have a style, you know? Mm -hmm. You need to have somebody, you know, with, like, the ADHD community that we have today. Um, Everyone's a little bit ADHD. I'm not making fun of anybody, (laughs) but, like... um, but with like kind of like social media and like our short attention span, you need somebody needs to like scroll on Instagram or TikTok or whatever, and they need to when they see just the image, they need to like instantly know that not only is it eye catching, but they need to instantly know that like oh, it's by this artist, you know? Yeah. Like this is this is her, you know? Yeah. And yeah. um, especially like when especially because like um, when clients come. They bring you references of other people's tattoos you know mm-hmm. so not only is your tattoo getting posted online but it's being circled again and again for, to inspire other tattoos and other yeah. artists and other clients so you need to make sure i mean you don't need to make sure but my opinion has always been that like you need to make you need to have something that is like um you you know, that's your yeah. style, just like how you look at like Monet and you know, it's a Monet without even like looking at the information, how yeah, you look at yeah. like Rembrandt and you see his, the way he uses his darks like like, oh, that's fucking Rembrandt, you know. So it's right. like the same thing applies to tattoos and that like you need to have your style, whether it's like subject matter, whether it's like a t- certain color scheme you use, whether it's like certain like um, way you edit or. Um, take your photos you know it's uh, has to be something unique and something not only just unique but something also very you you know Mm -hmm. something like very like uh what 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 you want to be known for you know do you uh, think that that
0: is like that is like born talent or do you think that's something that could be accomplished with like just constant dedication mm -hmm. and work because, like, it's hard when you when you think of, like, oh, well, that's Picasso. I know that because I can, you know. But it's, like, you're also talking about, like, the greatest of all time to ever do it. Is that something that they're born with? Or did they just, you know, what, like, I, I always wonder, like, can you work hard enough to become Picasso? Or is it just something that you're gifted with?
1: I think, like in a more well yeah obviously I'm using like very flamboyant like uh, references but um, I think like uh, but no I think it relates to everybody you know and I think um, anybody Hmm. I don't want to say anybody can do it but i want to say that like it's definitely like art is like not something that you're born with you know everybody thinks like oh you were just born autistic it's it's really not it's all mm. about learning it's all about trial and error you know if you if you people say you people will say like oh i can't i can't draw like i can't fucking do it you know mm-hmm. but if you just take one subject matter like a, an apple right and you draw it every day you know, by the, like, probably by like the 50th try, you'll draw a pretty good ass apple. You know, yeah, art is yeah. all about practice and it's all about um, trial and error. But the also really challenging thing about art is that there's no right way, you know? Yeah. Which is like where most people get stumped. You know, it's an amazing
0: where, thing, and it's also a really challenging thing.
1: Yeah, people are just say, like, "Oh, I can't do it." So I think, like, with the right amount of like kind of like open-mindedness and mm. like kind of like uh, uh, like a balance between open-mindedness and dedication and just a lot of hard work, anybody yeah. can do it. You know? Yeah. And like, also, it's a lot of patience too. That's something that yeah. a lot of people don't have, which is patience. You know?
2: Yeah,
0: so. I I have to agree because. <laughs> like everyone has heard that I'm sure every tattoo artist has heard this exact phrase which is oh, I can't even draw a stick figure you know like yeah. it's like that and it's like I am a firm believer that like yes you can you can you oh, can learn yeah. you can learn how to draw you can learn how to how to oh, be an yeah. artist but I think that there's it's hard I think that no one really knows the answer to this but um I, I do think that th- there's a a certain level of like someone said this to me one time and it's like it's so true i don't know where it came from i'm sure it's a common thing but um how like in every other job and in every other industry you don't show up to work only when you feel inspired mm-hmm. you know you don't you don't just start working when you're motivated and i feel like that's the common mistake in artists is that they're like I just don't feel inspired. I'm not going to, you know. And it's mm-hmm. like you have this blank page. And it's like, well, I don't really feel it. So I'm not going to try. And, but that's something really cool about tattooing that that has just knocked it out of us because mm-hmm. you have to show up every day and you have mm-hmm. to perform, even when you don't have that like spark of inspiration or whatever. Uh, and then you learn like it comes as you start, as you start working, as you start drawing, as you start tattooing. Like you work that muscle in your brain and then all of a sudden you start to like see more come out, you know, and more parts of you come out in your work. and um, But I still am not sure. I'm still not sure if there's <laughs> that like gene that you have that makes you, arti- you know, slightly more artistic or, or, you know what I mean? Gives you that upper hand when it comes to being an artist i don't know
1: yeah i mean like everybody has different ways to achieve it you know and like there's no it's like like what i said before there's no right way you know and like but people think like people think like being an artist is like just art but it's not you know it's about like um i'm gonna also use another very flamboyant example but let's take like uh leonardo da vinci right and michelangelo Mm um just like getting a book right now (laughs) because there's a term because like they're they're known for like being like amazing artists but the truth is that I mean well yeah they are amazing artists but they were also like amazing um, I
0: love that you're getting this book out
1: (laughs) is this even the right book? oh it is the right book because it's like because they were like not only were they amazing artists but they were like amazing at anything that they applied themselves to Mm. like it wasn't just painting it was also sculpture it was also Mm -hmm. science it was also like other things for Leonardo you know he was like also like developing inventions and things like that and like and it's not that they were just like amazing artists is like, the mindset that they have. And it's all about, like... Um, like
0: to be the best you can possibly be mm-hmm. at whatever you're doing.
1: Especially art. And, like, especially for, like, tattoo artists. Like, everyone's just, like, oh, I'm never going to be good enough. And then... But mm. that's not the point. The point is that, like, you um, are always trying, you know? And the point yeah. is that you're always working hard. And um, the point is that, like, you're also constantly looking at, like... Um, new sources of inspiration you know
0: yeah yeah and
1: that that applies to everything like music like life hobbies and um i'm like going off on a tangent sorry
0: no i love it i love it
1: i can't find the exact term but i will like send it to you through do send it to me yeah yeah
0: it kind of reminds me uh it's now i'm going to quote oprah okay Um, but (laughs) i think oprah said one time that if there's any such thing as luck it's where preparation and opportunity meet and I think that that applies to what you're saying because oh my
1: god so true yeah isn't
0: that great yeah Mm -hmm. because things don't just happen or come to anybody if you're not like in forward motion towards that already (laughs) you know and Mm -hmm. like that that I think applies to styles like as well like for tattoo artists it's like 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 you're saying you might like go through so many different variations of your style before you find the one that like sticks with you you know mm-hmm. and like even for myself I'm in that process I feel like right now where I'm I'm like you know there's days we can be frustrated you're like oh man what like what can I do to become more myself as an artist you know Mm -hmm. but then like I feel like okay well if I just keep going like get today get through today get through tomorrow keep tattooing and then eventually you're gonna look back and I feel like I do already you look back every year and you're like oh I'm definitely closer to where I want to be than I was last year or the year before you know what I mean and so or even month to month Um, so I think it's like that idea of like keep that preparation going keep like that forward motion going and then when Mm -hmm. the opportunity does you know come you're ready for it you know and Mm -hmm. uh like that i that has to have been the way it was for you and and you know arriving at bang bang where it was like if you didn't start tattooing you wouldn't be working at bang bang you know no one just no one just starts working at bang bang like you know (laughs) like i think i want a tattoo i'm gonna work at bang bang you know like it doesn't happen
1: i'm i'm very lucky to be honest that uh that uh that happened you know but i think like um even though bang bang is like what's like the uh goal you know yeah. but i think like getting to bang i realized that i had achieved my goal a long time ago which was my goal was to find my niche in yeah. tattooing you know yeah and then i think like because i found my niche and because i loved it and because i progressed with it then mm-hmm. i was given the opportunity to work at bang you know yeah but well, that's it yeah and all artists will say this which is that like it's never done you know you never just you yeah. never just go to bang and then you're like oh i fucking made it in my career let me just right. fucking coast for the fucking rest of my life it's, it's, it's not I'm done. like that yeah 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 no. as an artist you will know it's never done it's, you're yeah. always gonna be like finding new things you're always gonna yeah. try new things you're always gonna like attempt what you thought you couldn't do you know and that's the mindset that is actually uh so like invaluable and like um that's the mindset people need to have you don't need to be good at drawing you just need Mm -hmm. to be like you just need to like uh i forgot what i was saying but yeah you just yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) no i think that that's spot on i i think that and like that's that's always the thing it's like okay like i made it to the top of this this hill what's the next hill you know Mm -hmm. and like what's next climb and how do i how do i start that Mm -hmm. and it's good obviously to take moments and appreciate where you've be, where you've gotten and and how far you've come but I I totally agree. There's never going to be a point where you're like, "Cool, I made it. I'm done." You know, mm-hmm. that's it.
1: Yeah, it keeps just, you like, humble too and it keeps yeah. you like always like working hard and appreciating like what you're given and like uh I'm not trying to get like spiritual or anything, but you know, like it. <laughs> it it's um yeah, that constant like artist mentality to like uh always find new things and challenge yourself also keeps you humble which is definitely yeah
0: there's always something else to conquer yeah super it
1: gives you a lot of anxiety but it keeps you humble yeah like
0: Like, but that being said can you think back to any one or two specific moments in your career that that like were huge moments for you like that kind of either like put you in a position to take those opportunities or maybe like opened a door for you, you know, or like had a huge impact on your career in a positive way? Or was it more of like this steady climb?
1: I think the, the, my biggest positive impact in my career was when I did my first guest spot. Cool. Um, it eventually led to me getting fired from my first shop, but that's oh, another wow. story. Yeah, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, but um, I remember uh, I was like three, three or four months into tattooing, and um, I'd finally, you know, like wasn't broke anymore. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah. oh my gosh, I do not miss being broke. <laughs> I will, I will say that. But. Yeah. Um, yeah, I finally had enough money, and I I wanted to go travel, so I I traveled, and I finally had enough money to afford tattoos too to get tattooed by like artists nice. that I wanted, and that's when I wanted to go to Spain, and I wanted to get tattooed by this guy. His name is uh, Danielle, um, um, and I the, the he tattooed like my shoulder, and it was like cool. my my first. Uh, <laughs> micro realistic piece and um and i remember when i told him that i want to come get tattooed by him he was like oh you're a tattoo artist come come guest spot here while you can and i'm like what you want me to guest spot <laughs> here i've only been tattooing i only do like tiny shit you know at the yeah, time i was yeah. only doing like scripts and uh like little things and like he um yeah. he was like the owner of his shop in spain in this small town called um taragosa and then um and, uh, he, he told me to come guest spot and I only, I only, I literally only worked for like one day, you know, cause I wasn't planning oh, to, yeah, cool. and, um, uh, it was so, um, I guess it was like the first moment where like, uh, I was like, wow, I did it, you know, like yeah, I, yeah. I. It was like I was alone too. I was like solo traveling and then yeah. you know and I was just like wow, I did it, you know? Like like an artist who I adore and love was like kind of like recognized me and so then cool. um they were so nice. They're so 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 nice people. Um Europeans. And then um <laughs> Yeah, and then it really changed my life and uh it's and amazing. I and Yeah, and uh, it was and also, like, the piece he did on my shoulder was fucking beautiful. Like, I was, like, yeah. looking at it, like, every day. Like, how how did you do this, you know, with just, like, a three-liner? And, like, a te- oh, cool. he only used, like, one needle the entire time. And I was like, <laughs> how did you do that, you know? Yeah, and I was yeah. like, uh, not only was it, like like a masterpiece from a technical standpoint but like he as a person in the shop the people were just like amazing even though we like could barely communicate with each other Mm. but it was just like it was an amazing experience and that really like gave me like the spark i needed to you know like uh there's a confidence boost mm -hmm, yeah whatever you want to do like it's okay to think like you're not good enough, but you got to try, you know? And like, um, and, uh, that was, uh, and maybe like do so many more guest spots, maybe meet so many people, some experience, so many things that like, uh, brought me here today, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: There's like such, I, I personally think there's so much value in doing a guest spot. Um, I, like especially being a self-taught artist there's so much i learned from doing guest spots because like all of a sudden i'm around other artists that are just so much better than me <laughs> like, oh that's how you do that like that is like i never would have thought of that like, you know
1: oh my god like, of yeah, course. like, like duh. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: but uh yeah i think it's such a huge moment for any artist to do their first guest spot you know and uh yeah so i that's really cool I mean it's good to know that that's like a learning experience and a big moment for for someone like you who I think a lot of people can look at and be like oh man you know it's it's hard sometimes I think it's hard to imagine artists that you look at and you're like man they've they're so successful as an artist or they you know what I mean uh like you like you were looking at him you know Mm -hmm. and and going like what you want me to like guest with you Sometimes I think it's hard to, like, imagine that these successful artists or, like, people that have kind of, like, maybe, you know, established themselves um, in this industry, like, have moments like that, have moments Mm -hmm. of, like, self-doubt, have moments of, like, questioning, you know, or, like, Mm -hmm. not sure, or maybe have that anxiety, like you're talking about, Mm -hmm. and uh, it's cool because I think, like, People are opening up to that a lot more now, uh, which is, I think, helpful for everyone, you know, the same way people sharing their techniques and all that stuff is helpful. Same way of like sharing like your self-doubt and your insecurities is like Mm -hmm. so impactful to people, you know, and and everyone needs that confidence boost. Like everyone needs that like little push.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And like, uh, yeah, I was coming from like a shop. It's, like, the same shop where I told you where they wouldn't let me record, like, what needles they were using, you know? So to go from that shop to, like, this shop, it was, like, I'm, like, whoa. So you don't have to be, like, a hardcore, like, ruthless person to make it in the industry. You can just, like, genuinely, like, foster new artists and you can also... Be a great artist yourself, you know, and you won't you won't lose how great you are by right. passing on what you know to somebody else. Like that's yeah. not how it works. And then, yeah, such a huge uh, learning experience because, yeah. like, yeah, that's a, also yeah, like it's like what you said. Like you go to a guest spot and like you're in a totally new environment, you know. Yes, and like um, obviously, like like biologically, like the brain. Um, is more attentive and more alert when you're in, like, a new environment, you know? So it's, like... Wow.
0: That's such an interesting take on that.
1: Yeah, because, like, you know, like, you know, whenever you're in a new environment, you're always, like, unconsciously picking up things. And, like, for an artist, that's so, 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 so important because, like, that is how you develop, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: No, there's... so yeah they're so beneficial i think they're so beneficial they can be uncomfortable you know especially like your first one and you're like oh like what like what do i do here you know Mm -hmm. all these people know each other so well i'm just like on my own Mm -hmm. like hey how's it going you know like i'll i guess i'll I'll sit here yeah yeah um yeah it's like it could be so uncomfortable at times, but it's so amazing. Like I've just, I feel like I would not be where I am without doing guest spots and meeting other artists. Mm-hmm. But that's just with anything. You put yourself out there and in uncomfortable environments and you're you're going to see benefits from it you know always mm-hmm. whether it's learning not to do it again or <laughs> or yeah. learning other things oh you know?
1: yeah when you fuck up like in a new environment you're like oh traumatized yes PTSD. oh my god <laughs> like no one
0: no one like come and look at what i'm doing <laughs> <laughs> exactly
1: it's just like go away oh my god like it's so, so bad so funny especially like when you go to like another country and like they use different products and you're like
2: what is this yeah like, yeah totally you know? <laughs> you're
0: like uh shit i don't know what that is but am i supposed to know what that is like,
1: like why is it pink why is it not green <laughs> yeah. like i don't understand just uh, like europeans yeah. like use a different thing and i'm like yeah. do you have matticide and they're like what's matticide and i'm like oh i don't never mind you know <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's um yeah it's so funny but how many like artists do you have, have you gotten tattooed by? You have like a cool collection. I feel like way cooler than most tattoo artists.
1: Oh yeah, thank you. I think it's um, I think it just started with my first guest spot that I just started collecting tattoos. Like what, yeah. whenever I travel, you know, you know that's like the nice thing about being a tattoo artist one of the job perks you know is that you yeah. get free tattoos you know <laughs> and yeah then, um, it's amazing and it's like the greatest honor to like trade with somebody you know yeah. and like um and or just to receive one you know yeah from somebody yeah. and um and it's uh and uh yes yeah, so I, I got tattooed almost like every time i do doing a guest spot um so it's got a steady collection going on and it's awesome. um, yeah and like great thing about New York is that artists all over the world come to New York to tattoo yeah. you know you don't yeah. really need to travel out to them they come here and then you just say yo yeah. <laughs> can you put me in your books please you know yeah. it's, it's 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 great
0: yeah I definitely need to get more tattoos from from like great artists I have I have some cool ones for sure and ones that I'm really like when someone really great tattoos you, you cherish it like you know you're just like yeah like that's a favorite tattoo of mine you know like you mm-hmm. love it but um I want and more. It's, also I like, want-
1: it's also like so much more like rewarding when like um when you get the tattoo from somebody that um uh, from an artist and like um and you just have a great experience with them you know it's, like, so nice because, like, you know, like, as an artist, you sit down with them and then you're talking and, like, you get to figure out, like, how, how they came to be an artist. And they're, um, and it's, like, the tattoo becomes, like, much more than, like, just, like, an amazing, like, tattoo. It becomes, like, oh, this is the time. This is the fucking time I met this guy. He was so fucking cool. He was yeah. so nice. And, like, it's, like, uh, it's, a uh, and, you know, I try to do that when I tattoo, too, you know, that yeah. it's just it's much more than just, like, uh even if it's like like a little like word even if it's like a little tiny bee or mm-hmm. like something you know that takes me like 2 hours or 3 hours and, you know i want also the clients to say like feel what i felt which is that yes. like um i had a great time just sitting down and talking to this person you know yeah. and like yeah yeah and like that also like uh, in a way like when people look at their tattoos it makes them much more beautiful in their eyes, you know, like yeah. subconsciously. You know?
0: Absolutely no, that's absolutely true. If you have a good experience getting a tattoo, you're going to love the tattoo more. It's mm-hmm. that simple. Like that's yeah. just that's just how it works. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Yeah,
1: you can have like a fucking amazing tattoo and then you can just be like, Yeah, I love the tattoo. And then I'll be like, what was the artist like? And then they are like, I don't know, we didn't really speak. You yeah. know? So yeah. I'm just like it's a great <clears> tattoo <throat> but like imagine like if it was like a great tattoo and you had an incredible experience, great experience. you know yeah, it's just like totally. yeah it's a. Uh, it's you can do do you ever do deal
0: with do you ever deal with like guilt of not posting your tattoos like every do you post every tattoo that you do uh <laughs> no right no of course not like and there's there's so many reasons why i don't and i I I, do
1: feel so much guilt yeah yeah Um,
0: yeah because like you want your client to feel like what you're talking about that that connection and that like they had a good experience you had a good experience mm -hmm. but like that has nothing to do with it like there's so much more to it you know than than that but i i always feel that like kind of slight guilt but I try to balance
1: like, it out, but like I do, post every tattoo I do on my story. You know, there you go.
0: That's a good yeah, way to do so it. I, yeah. So I,
1: I mean, I try. I think I do it like ninety, ninety-eight percent of the time, and yeah. like, um, but sometimes like I'll just have like a super busy day and just forget to post. But um, yeah. But yeah, I I make sure that's always been like what I've done from the very beginning, which is probably what helped me grow super fast um, on social media, which is that. Every tattoo I did, I would do it, take a photo, edit it, post it on my story, tag Mm -hmm. them, you know, and, like, say what it's a little bit about, what it's about, and uh, even though, like, it's not being posted forever on my story, you know, I mean, even though it's not being forever posted on my feed, it's, it was on my story for at least, like, at least 24 hours, you know, Mm -hmm. and, like, Mm -hmm. people see it, and, like, not that it's important that people see it, but, like, the client who got it, you know, understands that, like, I also enjoy doing it, you know? And, like, um, and uh, that's that's how I deal with the guilt. That is my way of coping, you know? That is <laughs> yeah, the,
0: yeah. I think yeah. I've met one artist that says they post every tattoo they do. But other than that, most people, I feel like, do not post every tattoo. And there's so many reasons. And I read something recently. It's like, here's all the reasons why your artist potentially didn't post your tattoo and it was so insightful because it's so true. Maybe they want to focus on a different direction or a different style mm-hmm. or, you know what I mean? Yeah. And what you post, you get that engagement back in your email requests and all that stuff, you know?
1: Mhm. So. Yeah. And I also like posting it on my story because like, then like if they have any issues when their tattoo is healing or like, or if they need a touch up, they can just DM me and I'll know who it is, you know? Oh, that's so, a like, good one. Yeah. Cause, yeah. Cause it's a part of my OCD, you know, <laughs> that like, uh, cause somebody was like, Hey, like my tattoo faded. <laughs> and then like you have your, well you, cause you posted the story. You can see what the story right. was. And yeah. then, oh, right. I tattooed this on this person. Right. And then you see how it heals. And then you also like, remember like, um, how long ago it was and et cetera, et cetera. that's that's so smart (laughs) yeah and it it just helps like especially clients like feel that they can always um you know reach out to me and And you're gonna see it yeah because like so that it doesn't get sent to like the requests it goes straight into your inbox right and then you'll know that like oh this is somebody i worked with and like um and then you see their tattoo and it's like what we were saying like when we see the tattoo we get reminded of who the person was and you're just like oh hey how's it going you know and like (laughs) Yeah. Um yeah, I try to do that. So it uh because like uh it's it's more for the clients so that like
2: uh I yeah, remember that's really them smart.
1: and like um it's really not that hard. It's just like you finish a tattoo, you know, you ask them like what's your handle, you know, and like Yeah, yeah. yeah. write it. And that probably makes to. that
0: that probably means so much to the art, to the client mm-hmm. as well. Like, oh, they're tagging me in like their story. That's so cool.
1: Yeah. I used to I don't know if I have it right now, but Somewhere in like my bookcase back there, that like when I first tattooed, you know, like how you would have like, you know, like the the printout of your tattoo and everything, yeah, yeah. and like you know, like you have it taped onto the client so you can like remember, yeah. like so you as you're tattooing them. So when I would finish, I would write their handle on the back of that design, and then I would uh, put it in a book. Oh and, my like, god! I think you're the first so organized. Yeah, because. it was was more so it started because I was afraid when I first started that my tattoo would, everything would fucking fade you know, and I didn't have an iPad back then you know, so it was like procreate, so I, so in case anything happened to the tattoo, <laughs> I would have the reference, and I'm yeah. like, "Oh fuck, everything fucking disappeared." <laughs> Let me just have this reference, and um, yeah. so it started like that. But then it eventually became like a yeah. like a habit to yeah. uh, get everybody's contact down and like, cool. um, yeah. And then I think I gave up like when I went to bang but because um, <laughs> uh, it was like I was like just having like. It was yeah, but up to bang. I used to do that uh, all the time. And, do you uh, still
0: print out uh, pieces for references, or do you use your iPad as a reference?
1: Oh yeah, I I print it out because. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I I drop I knocked my iPad over once, and then like, oh, wow. I'm like a clumsy person, you know. And, like <laughs> when you're tattooing, you're just like swiveling your chair everywhere. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. I think I knocked it over at one point, and I was like, I'm just gonna do paper. I I heard something
0: that as well, like the light from the iPad actually can like, uh, like affect you. And like what, like when you're tattooing and you're like trying to
2: Mm
0: -hmm. use the reference, like the light from the iPad how do i do you know what i'm trying to say you <laughs> i'm mean like, like do, what are the words for this um, you mean like
1: because like the ipad is bright and like the skin is like exactly. not bright? yeah
0: exactly yeah so like your your like light tones are going to be different on the skin yeah but oh, like yeah. if you're looking at the paper then it's more accurate to like skin yeah
1: no i feel that you know like when you like go like from somewhere like super bright and then you enter a dark place and your eyes need to adjust you know yeah and yeah it's like totally the same idea you have like a super bright screen and you're staring at it and you're you go to and you go to the skin Mm -hmm. and then it's darker and your eyes got to adjust and then your eyes adjust again, looking at the screen and then yeah, yeah, that could potentially fuck up your eyes. Yeah. I think about it, you know?
0: Yeah. And like, also like your say like your lightest shade of gray, Mm -hmm. like you go to do that on the skin and you actually over, you overdo it. Like it's like too dark then on the skin because on the light on the iPad, all that backlight, is making Mm -hmm. it like is like helping the lightest shade anyways yeah so things like that i still use an ipad so i don't know why i'm saying all this but (laughs) um
1: yeah i wouldn't recommend it to somebody who's like starting tattooing you know i would definitely i think like for more seasoned tattoo artists like you Um, like it's fine but like for somebody who's like still learning to kind of like learn how to use tones and gray wash and everything I think it's just better for them to have like a like a paper uh, reference because it's like it's similar to just like um, how you would learn drawing when you were younger you know like you you didn't like 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 I don't know if you have an art background but like it's
0: yeah a bit but high school level like
1: yeah it's like you know in high school art class you weren't like you set up a still life you know you like looked at like an actual object and like you understood it better because it was an actual object in front of you you were never copying some like a still life that was photographed and then you put it on an ipad you copied it from an ipad you that and that's that's like uh it's it's it it carries over to it totally does
0: yeah once you understand like real life things and like you have a little bit of an art background and like even like human anatomy and or like like you're saying, if you're looking at a a physical object, Mm -hmm. you can cheat some of the things on your tattoo. Like you can go, oh, well, that that I understand the muscle there and I'm going to exaggerate one of the highlights or I'm going to exaggerate some of the shading to like help my tattoo look or stand out better or look better in this way. I don't have to follow the reference exactly how it is because maybe the reference yeah yeah is exactly not the best
1: yeah like a lot of my tattoos like um are like collaged together yeah. from like references because I don't like um well I personally don't like to put on a tattoo on somebody that somebody else would have you know right. so I I'll, I'll like for example like like um everybody does the. The Michelangelo David statue. Everybody does Mm -hmm. that, you know. And then I see it, and I'm just like, I don't really want to put that exact tattoo on somebody, so I'll make my adjustments to it. And the adjustments... I, and i make them more realistic because i understand and like where the drop shadows would mm-hmm. be where the where the highlights would be you know and that comes from just the also the artistic uh traditional training you know yeah. at from my younger age yeah. you know and like uh, that's how i think like um like yeah like kind of like talking about what he said um it helps you know yeah. to um understand the 3D aspect mm-hmm. of what you're tattooing even though it's a flat image yeah I understand you know?
0: lighting and
1: who knew that those like still life classes in like, high school <laughs> would actually pay off oh day, I know. You know
0: I actually loved that stuff that was like my favorite part
1: oh yeah do you know that thing where like you had to like draw like a sphere you uh-huh. know and like and like you had to like learn like about how to shade a sphere you know with like how like the light bounces off the ground yes. and back onto the underside of the sphere And, like, in tattooing, like, it applies with, like, a negative space, Mm -hmm. you know? And I'm just, like, oh.
0: (laughs) I still think about that stuff, actually, um, exactly what you're talking about. Like, adding a little bit of backlight Mm -hmm. underneath. Mm -hmm. A little bit of backlight, Mm -hmm. like, goes so far. And it's usually something that, like, maybe, like you're saying, in the reference, it's just shaded all the way to the edge. But you have that little Mm -hmm. slight bit of backlight, and it, like, adds such a difference.
1: And it gives it, like a breathing space yeah. and it doesn't make it like a heavy piece and like so yeah.
0: So we kind of touched on this like I know you've gotten a lot of really cool tattoos from some great artists but I actually I was going to ask you like about like do you just get tattooed by these amazing artists at Bang?
1: Um I actually haven't really gotten tattooed by anybody yet. Oh, I got tattooed by Dragon, you know. Nice. Um cool. Uh, very lucky um, yeah. It was like it's when COVID finally finished And we were getting back And we had to do kind of like a test run Like a soft yeah. opening to make sure yeah. Everybody still got it And we had to like bring <laughs> in Like um, we had to bring in a Like a friend or like uh, Somebody that we would just tattoo And cool. then I remember like We had the meeting and then a uh, Dragon came up to me and he was like Kinko, do you want tattoo?" and i was like yeah <laughs> and then he was just like okay what do you want and i was like anything you know like uh, i mean that's not what i do with all my artists actually i just like let them do whatever they want yeah and then he gave that's me that's the best gave me uh, it was, like kind of oh to
0: wow that's so cool it's
1: this one but yeah yeah and, like um yeah and then uh yeah it's just uh so i was that's blessed amazing. i was blessed by a dragon i can proud, proud to say and every time like, that's so cool i'm tattooing people they always see it you know and they're just like oh yeah. who did that tattoo i'm like dragon
0: well i like that's the tattoo that i noticed like a few times this mm-hmm. evening i was like oh wow that's such a cool tattoo i wonder who did that
1: but yeah it's funny because like it's just like side tangent for you that uh go for it because like dragon used to work at west four um mm. which is the shop i apprenticed at and i cool. remember like um I was still in the sister shop at the at the time, but I would like um come over to West 4 sometimes to see my friend JK and um and then I remember like Dragon Station, like his uh his tattoo station was just mm-hmm. filled with like artwork. Like that Wow. And I, I was like watching it from a distance and I was just like, those are some pretty cool references and i go closer and then he fucking drew them you know it was like he was drawn by him it was oh there was God. like full-on color pieces too that i thought were photographs from far away and i was wow, like wow no Whoa. way and i go closer and i'm like what the fuck he fucking did this shit and then like <laughs> um yeah and i would <laughs> like get to see him tattoo
2: that's uh, crazy it wasn't him
1: but i got to see like other people tattoo at west four and it was the first time i saw micro realism and yeah. um I remember the first micro-realistic piece I saw, like in person, like Fresh, was um, by Evan Tattoo and, and I remember just, just seeing it and it was just like nothing like I've ever seen in any of the tattoo shops before. Yeah. and i was just like mind blown i was just like tattoos can look like this like know, if this is possible you know it's like <laughs> it's it's totally different like seeing it in real life than like on social yeah. media you know and then i was and that was like the moment where i was just like i want to do this i want to do single yeah. and, you know i want to do micro realism and like um yeah so yeah like dragon holds like a special place in my heart because he's just That's insanely so cool. insanely insanely talented like yeah
2: Oh
0: man, I want to, I so badly want to come like see, like you're saying, see all that work in person. Like I would love to, I'm definitely coming to New York like as soon as I can. Um, but like there's so much talent in New York and I just would, I'm just going to like be basically popping around all over the place seeing everyone. I mean yeah. there's so many artists that I feel like I you know when you you like have met on social media but Haven't met in person Mm -hmm. i just would love to meet everyone
1: yeah you know the coolest person i met i mean everybody's fucking cool but like (laughs) he's like everybody thinks it's overrated you know mr Mm k but that um but what what was amazing when i first came to bang is that mr k he draws everything he'll use photoshop like uh for like like pet portraits and things like that but Mm -hmm. everything else he does like by hand He's literally just like drawing in the corner with like a wow. lead pencil and like no erasing, way. repositioning with like an actual lead pencil. And like, that's crazy. I remember one time the printer was down at Bang and everybody was like fucking going crazy. I was going crazy, you know, because everybody needs our printer, you know, and then uh, to yeah. print our stencils, you know, and everything. Yeah. And then Mr. K was just like, Just working, you know, because he does everything by hand, and I was like, yeah. And he, it's, I think that's why, like, his tattoos have such like a natural. He gets like that that his style, you know, like his tattoos, like he has like this style that can't be copied because he he literally just does it by hand, you know, because when you have a computer and you have Photoshop and you have Procreate, you know, it's like you're kind of like uh, letting. The work already be kind of done you know through your yes, references that's true but for him yeah. he like draws everything by hand and because of that he it, it looks so unique you know and the spacing is so uh aesthetic you know how he spaces things out and gives and and positions them like even like um like his hand tat- I shouldn't be talking about him i'm like divulging his <laughs> secrets but like he's just like he's like a uh, he really like takes his time like tell us how he d- does it d- he, he
2: <laughs> he's just like
1: it's like literally he like takes no shortcuts he just like does everything yeah. and draws everything like a like a like a like just like a r- real artist yeah it's yeah. amazing like i need procreate
0: I'll spend so much time tracing a stencil because I don't like if it's not exactly perfect, mm-hmm. you know?
1: Zoom really close. Make sure, like... It's really close. Mm-hmm. Like, every
0: pixel is, mm-hmm. like, perfect. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, that being said, are, could you, like, with all the talent in the world, all the amazing tattoo artists, do you think you could break it down into three tattoo artists that you would love to get tattooed by that you haven't already been tattooed by?
1: Oh, okay yeah because i already got tattooed by dragon and he's like one of my Mm -hmm. all-time favorites there Um, you go i i think like um i was thinking about this and um i always want to get tattooed by cole gray cool you know who cole gray is yeah yeah um He works at my shop. I have no excuses. I can get... (laughs) But, uh, (laughs) yeah, I always wanted to get tattooed by him. I've been following him for a long time. And um, Mm -hmm. it's uh, when he joined Bang. That was actually one of the biggest reasons why I also decided to join Bang. Because I was like, oh, my God, Cole Gray is working there. I have to meet him. (laughs) Like, I have to, you know. So I always wanted to get tattooed by Cole Gray and uh, Mr. K and uh, Oscar. Oscar was also (laughs) some of the... Uh yeah i've just been following oscar ever since he like started at Bing, and i was like oh my god what the fuck like like he's he's (laughs) unreal like he's yeah he's he's unreal so uh, good those are my three
2: yeah
0: wow so that's like that was really easy and they're all like right at your doorstep. i know
1: they're like all right there you know (laughs) and like i'm like how
0: convenient
1: i'm also kind of nervous to like be like hey can I, yeah, <laughs>
2: can
1: I get a tattoo? Because they're all busy, you know. So I'm just like, I feel guilty. I like, hey, I'm not gonna pay for this tattoo, but can you? <laughs> can you? <laughs> I mean, I guess I could pay, but you know, I yeah. just like, I feel, I feel rude. Like, just be like, hey, can you tattoo me? You know.
0: I know, I know, I know the feeling. Yeah, I feel like it has to be like that right moment. Like, oh, we both finished early today, just by chance.
1: Right? Like, oh, you had a cancellation. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll just,
1: like, stop tattooing right now, and, like, you you, you can tattoo me, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: That's a pretty good three, I have to say. Ginkgo, the best, and thank you for doing this with me. That was, like, that was really fun. You're doing great stuff, and I am honored that you even took the time to talk to me and be on this podcast because I know you're going to make a lot of people happy um, by doing this. Um, I've got a few messages uh, a handful of messages actually asking for you specifically to be on this podcast so oh really was, uh, yeah yeah I did I mean I get messages like all the time asking for different artists which is really cool but your name has popped up more than a few times so um, Ooh. yeah Honored. So, thank you for doing this with me this is awesome and uh, I I look forward to having you in Ireland or seeing you in New York whichever comes first
1: no I'll definitely come in April I'm down you're so cool Cool. i want to i want to (laughs) come and we could talk about how anxious we are before every tattoo (laughs) yeah
0: we'll have a great time honestly so okay thanks so much
1: it was nice to meet you
0: you too i'll talk to you soon anyway (laughs) thanks for listening everyone um if you're enjoying this podcast please be sure to follow on social media and wherever you listen to podcasts whether it's spotify or apple or google you can find me on Instagram at underscore tattoos. and this page is at the underscore, fine underscore, line underscore, underscore, so many underscores. If there's a specific artist that you'd like me to have on the show, please feel free to send me a message, and I'll see what I can do to get him on. Once again, my name is Jake Barry, and this is The Fine Line.